Hi and welcome to a slightly different Three Legs, Four Wheels kind of F1 podcast. It's Paul here in quarantine with... Sean. Chris. Lee. And you two are over Skype. Yes, Yes, we we are. Yes, we... um, After today's announcement that try and make as little social contact as possible, um, Lee's gone full hermit. Wouldn't let us us into the house. Barricaded us all out. Not good. I'm wearing a face mask right now. In case the the germs uh, come at you over the Skype. Someone said it was airborne. (laughs) One of my favourite Aussie metal bands at the moment. Hey, it's okay. I was just reading before that when they start cutting down social gatherings, they're going to cut them down for... uh, uh, audiences of over 50 people so all the bands you like can still tour <laughs> and so can yours <laughs> hey you think there's any chance of me doing a gig this year again you can fuck right <laughs> off <laughs> absolutely no chance like we've the we, we've got a whole EP to record we can go back to the studio and start recording the new EP that's my plan as well. My plan is just to write and record as much as I possibly can if yeah. we get told to stay at home. Um, but we're being, it's a responsibility thing, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's, um, we're, we're not ill. This is not the reason that we're over doing this over Skype. It's because, you know, avoiding social contact is a responsible way to not spread the disease. So, yeah. so let's be responsible. Yeah, and by being responsible, we are all sat in our respective homes and still managing to get a show out, although the live streaming has had to uh, take a bit of a fall on this one. I'm not going to get used. I'm not going to get used to sitting here looking at a tiny image of you peacocking. (laughs) 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 I really really need to change my Skype picture, don't I? What is your Skype picture? Is that a Bushies? Uh, Yeah, it's a a Bushies when I was being a guitar hero. Ah, Lee looks like full-on holiday blue steel, like some sort of like I don't know, born identity villain or something. That was the, that was that was a picture of me uh, just before we got on the plane to go to Mercedes to meet George Russell. I'm looking Ace. at it from a distance because it's at the far end of Paul from where I'm sat. I'm not but that it looks, big. <laughs> it looks a bit like Lee has like got a towel on or something. He looks like he's just washed his hair and he's got a towel around his neck. No, it's a flannel shirt. Ah. <laughs> so now My we've described our Skype still... pictures because you can't see us. <laughs> yeah. My picture was took in the flat a couple of years ago. Well, more than a couple of years ago now. It was in the flat. So, yeah, I, clearly I just rubbish it updating my photos. Yeah, same here. I think, my, I think mine's from 2017. Possibly. To be fair, I, up, I updated my Skype photo about... A week ago, two weeks, because the one that was on there was me when I was 24. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> long time ago. So, um, F1, or what there is of it, the whole Australian Grand Prix. Um, that was a mess. Yeah, totally. It was, it was a little bit... Um, I, I was quite public with, with how embarrassed I was to be a fan of the sport for a little while. I can understand why they waited as long as they did they really really wanted it to go ahead a lot of the drivers and teams obviously wanted it to go ahead but when you're cancelling the the race when there are actually fans queuing up outside the gates to get in for the first session you know that that's that's it's reactive and not proactive and you know really a sport the size of formula one should be you know proactive and and not reactive as they were 
I, the other thing I I was sort of slightly upset with that was the the fact that they cancelled the race um, because like one of uh, was it at first it was two Haas members which turned out to be negative and one McLaren member which turned out to be positive. There's since been a Mercedes um, engineer and two Pirelli engi- uh, engineers, I believe, that have uh, also contracted the virus, but. They they cancelled the race when their own started getting sick. They didn't care about the three hundred thousand people that was going to queue up for the race. No, and that that makes me feel a bit cold because that is full on cash over people. Yeah, yeah. And Lewis Hamilton said as much in the uh, Thursday press conference. I think the actual line that he used was "cash is king," which Chase Carey came out and shot him down. But. He- he can shoot down where he wants. I thought Lewis Hamilton was fucking fabulous. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, no, no arguments yeah. here. We're going to we're have to cope with a lot of pauses. There's very little That's eye the thing, contact. We can't see each other. <laughs> well, we could try video, but I fear it might actually crash my my internet connection. <laughs> well, what we've got going at the moment it seems to be working, so I think probably so we'll yeah. Does. Stick yeah. With yeah. It. we'll we'll stick with that. So I mean the, t- the timeline was they had the press conferences on Thursday afternoon as they do at every race. Lewis Hamilton addressed his concerns about having the race and um said I think the quote was I don't even know why we're here. Mm. Yeah. I've not got it in front of me cuz I'm Struggling Googling, so I've got two laptops in front of me doing different things, neither of which are running a web browser. Um, <laughs> Thursday night, I want to say it was about um, 6, 6 p.m. local time. Um, one of the uh, McLaren put out a statement saying that one of the team members had been diagnosed positive and they were withdrawing from the race immediately. That was, yeah, uh, that was fairly fairly early on our time on Thursday. F one then said that they were going to discuss what was going to happen next and speak to the teams, and then we didn't get anything out of F one or the FIA apart from Jean Todd's party tweet. <laughs> yeah, which was disgraceful given the circumstance. Uh, given what given what was going on, we've done a fair bit of Jean Todd bashing up on this show for the last couple of years and i don't think he's ever deserved it more you know no i would i would agree with that you know the showcase series of the fia is having an absolute crisis somebody's been diagnosed with a disease which is a world a worldwide pandemic and what's he doing posting pictures of a lunch that he had with some business leaders and how grateful he was to spend time with them yeah Mm. yeah now, good luck. Yeah. Now we we do know, Chris. This is one that you found out. He doesn't he doesn't look at Twitter. He gets his secretary to uh, print out the best bits of the Twitters. I think he called it. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. But so he's um, he's obviously got people. Is, oh, go he's obviously got people that do this kind of thing for him. And couldn't oh. one of them have just said, "Yeah, read read the room." No, sorry, Paul. Go on. Just, I was just saying, couldn't couldn't one of yeah, his people said to read, read the, the room. room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally um, didn't read the room whatsoever. Didn't read the situation, and uh, uh, yeah, it was it was a, a massive cock up on 
on on you know the part of Jean Todd's people and of course the FIA who should be monitoring exactly what's going on um you know with his social media feed um the thing that surprised me the most was that um there was no official word from the FIA despite the fact that um a lot of outlets were reporting uh, that the race had been cancelled and some people some uh, some i think sky was saying no 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 it's definitely on and the bbc was saying no no it's definitely off and then uh you know it, it was i think it was mercedes who actually put out their instagram post saying this morning we requested from the fia that the that the race be cancelled um because they felt that it wasn't in the right spirit. Uh, and also when uh, when a competitor like McLaren has withdrawn because of this, it's not fair to run the race when, when they've decided they can't do it for those reasons. Um, so it almost took the world champion team putting something out for the FIA to turn around and go, oh yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely off now. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Feels Which like again... It, yeah, yeah. Again, it's really, really, really embarrassing for such a, a massive sport as Formula One. But apparently, the reasoning behind all the delays was nobody wanting to take responsibility for calling the cancellation because of the amount of money that was due to change hands. The FIA said in their in their regulations they couldn't cancel a race unless they got twelve cars taking part. Well, at one point it looked like it was down to eleven because people were claiming that there were five teams that wanted to race, including. Alfa Romeo, but Kimi had already left that morning along with Vettel. Yeah, they got on the same plane, apparently. <laughs> it wow. went to Dubai, didn't it? So presumably at yeah. that point they were still thinking they were going to be in Bahrain this coming week. And yeah, so pre- I'm hoping they managed to then get home some other way. And they're not just stuck Yeah. There. <laughs> well, not only did they cancel the... Um, the Australian Grand Prix and, you know, in the days afterwards, cancelling um, Bahrain and uh, also Vietnam as well. Um, but the um, the Italian lockdown, the total uh, nationwide lockdown was announced the following day on the Monday. And that, of course, impacts the teams based in Italy, um, being um, Ferrari and Alfa Tori. Uh, and, of course, Alfa Romeo having staff in Italy but being based in Switzerland, you know that that makes movement for them quite difficult. And Pirelli, um, of course. And Pirelli, of course, yeah, well pointed out. But um, uh, so you've got you you've got sort of like that competition impedance there, which Mercedes had already alluded to in their post, saying, "Well, well, hang on, if you can't have you know your full force there, why are any of us here?" Um, so it, it makes total sense until this whole thing sort of pipes down a little that, that nothing's got to happen. Yeah, and Ferra- well, Ferrari have actually had to shut down their factory, not just Scuderia Ferrari, but their actual car, their road car manufacturing yeah. area as well. So it's And it's looking like it could be June at the earliest before things get started. It's absolutely not happening. That, there is there is no chance that we will see racing this year. In my eyes, it's it's going to be difficult. I mean, the the problem is, of course, with the current current situation worldwide, no one knows how this is going to play out. Well, the thing I think the worrying thing is for us, we kind of do know how things are going to play out because we've we've seen it, we've watched it creep its way towards us. Um, I, I, 
Europe and the United Kingdom haven't reacted quick, quickly enough with the measures that they were putting in. Um, I think if you look at the um, the death rate for Italy now, it's actually 7% of cases. And that I, I, I don't know if that's um, 7% because the virus is more deadly than we thought it was, For because let's face it, I don't think anybody with a thinking brain believes the numbers that were coming out of China. Um, or it because their health service has become so overwhelmed, people that shouldn't be losing their lives are losing their lives because they can't get basic treatment. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a scary situation for the entire planet, basically. Yeah, but we're like we're just at the beginning of it in Great Britain. You know, it's I mean, certainly the Isle of Man, we haven't we haven't got a confirmed case yet. I'm sure it's not far down the road. Um and Britain is still sort of it's rising exponentially, but we're we're still in small numbers. But in two weeks' time, for instance, I think that's when you're gonna see your hospitals being hit with like influxes of people that they can't handle. And this could be the case for six, ten, twelve months. Yeah, well, I mean, even um, even if it's only, even if their best estimates are right, yeah, and we've got say four months of hard slog before the curve starts dipping again. Uh, you're you're talking about like for, for just in Formula One terms, most teams are based in Great Britain. So they're going to be closed. They're going to have to shut their doors if things get all, if things get really bad. And you know, it's and they're obviously going to get worse before they get better. Uh, I just I don't understand how we can we'll see racing. the The only reason I I can think that where that races are being postponed and pushed back and like oh we we might get seventeen races in is because would the if the way I'm thinking if races got cancelled really early. Uh, tickets had to be refunded quickly. Um, Formula One would take an even bigger dive in the stock market and things would start going bust. Yeah, it's... Mm. So, I mean, we could, we could be... We're looking at an uncertain future oh, in, the, the, in the short term for Formula One. No, I think you're looking for an uncertain future for Formula One at all. Because how many teams, if they don't race this year and have like masses amounts of, of of people leaving work because they're sick or they're in isolation and the amount of sick pay they've got they're going to have to pay these people and the money they're going to lose just through advertising through the course of the year how many teams are still going to be like left it's not just teams as well um circuit of the americas have announced a pile of redundancies this week as well so tracks could mm-hmm. be at risk yeah yeah and as we know, Silverstone um, has been on the verge of going bust for countless years. I can't remember a time it yeah. wasn't going bust. No. <laughs> don't don't forget that this week as well, Ross Braun has um, come out and said, "Look, we could look at using the um, uh, we could look at spilling over into the into the winter break, and also um, you know using the summer break um, for racing." Um, running races in the winter where it's not winter. So, for example, Australia, clearly it's summer in Australia in like November, December. Uh, so they could look at running the Australian Grand Prix then and, you know, I mean, I start, you've, start got, 20, you've got Australia and Brazil. 
Bahrain as well. Bahrain always has winter races. True, yeah. And Abu Dhabi, of course. Yeah. Because they can race there in December. Well, that's so, at the back end of the calendar anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, the, four. The, the whole calendar is going to have to be completely rewritten. Yeah. Vietnam, I imagine, maybe might be reasonably toasty at that time of year. Warm climate all year round. Because I mean, the, China China's going to be too cold. It's still northern hemisphere, isn't it? So that mm. that, that doesn't work for them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're looking they're looking to um, reschedule Bahrain and Vietnam because it's it's the wording that's important. They've been postponed and not cancelled. They've been cancelled, just like the Chinese one has. Yeah, but the official wording is postponed, so they can always be rescheduled. That's the thing. And because yeah, they don't, they don't have to refund tickets if they postpone it. That yeah, that that is true. I mean, it's that's the thing, and this is this is why the cancellation for Australia was so late. It all comes down comes down to what the actual wording is. Who takes the decision? Because the promoters didn't want to cancel because they would still have to pay the race fee. F one didn't want to cancel because if they cancelled, they didn't get the race fee. Mm-hmm. The FIA didn't want to cancel. They don't get. Uh, they don't get the sanctioning money if they do, and they were sticking to their rules that steadfastly that they said if there are 12 cars available to race, there's a race. Which was pretty pig-headed of them, and everybody knew worldwide that they, the eyes were not going to be on the promoters of the Grand Prix, weren't necessarily going to be on the teams. The eyes were going to be on, on the FIA, and I think the FIA knew that, and they should have taken a step up and just said look guys um there are some fears and obviously some some other stuff going on around this and they should have called it off probably days before like i mean i put a tweet out saying how far does it have to go before the fia turn around and go oh that's too far were they prepared for someone to die because that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah i mean i mean in the end how far were they prepared to go they were actually waiting until people were queuing outside the gates and even then, minimal messages were going through to the poor sods that were actually manning security. And all they had was, things are delayed. And then at one point, it was going to be run with um, no spectators allowed in. Then it was going to be run without F1 with no spectators allowed in. And the whole thing was just managed that badly. I mean, the first everyone knew of an official cancellation was actually somebody videoed someone giving a speech in the paddock club saying it had been cancelled, which was about 20 minutes before the uh, before the official announcement. Yeah, and the, the, the back and forwards things were Sky announcing that it was on and then BBC announced it was on, then BBC announced it was off and yeah, I think I think it was Andrew Benson, wasn't it? He? he was the guy that broke the actual, the story first that it wasn't going ahead. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was round about that was around about sort of five, six o'clock UK time, I think. Yeah. And yeah. Then carrying on, carrying on as normal on that morning in Australia, getting the uh, getting getting one of Paul Stoddart's two seater cars doing um, doing installation laps, telling all stewards to report to the track. But yet, when Formula One actually put the story on the website, it was written eight hours previously that it had been cancelled. Wow! See, that's just ridiculous. That's what happens if you, if you preload a story into a CMS and don't set an embargo on it. I know that one from work. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one from building our website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they'd already got the story, story written there that it was cancelled. They just had to... Uh, there, was all, there was eight hours of wrangling 
about can't help. who takes sorry. responsibility. I'm sorry, but there's lives at stake. Yeah, yeah. I can't help but think that this would would have been sorted if the from the minute they went to Australia, it should have been put forward. Right, if we're racing, we're racing without spectators. So then, there were, then you could have had right. Well, what are you going to do about people in the paddock? And then you could then it would have had to be say right. Well, there's no hospitality in the paddock, and there's no media access in the paddock. The only the only media that's allowed that's allowed in would be essential media, essential people that are there to make the world feed happen. And everything else would have to be done like remotely, you know, like commentary or uh, any punditry would be have to be done from a studio like they used to do years ago. Yeah, like yeah. Um, like MotoGP did in yeah. um, in their well Moto Two and Moto Three season opener. Yeah, and then the you could have had especially like getting people out there because by by making this decision early, you're giving yourself more time. So it's. Uh, you send essential crew out there, which have to isolate themselves straight away. So you, all the pe- the only people you're taking, as far as a team goes, is the bare minimum of people that it takes to run a Formula One car on the track. And I would imagine that, given you know, given the like the the facilities that are there for um, for guests and whining and dining people and stuff like that, without the people to wine and dine, you could have essentially housed the teams at the track. Yeah, pretty pretty much, I would say, because I mean, how much how much team space is given over to the hospitality and you know Red Bull Energy Stations and the Mercedes yeah. Schmooze Hut or whatever it's called? Especially the <laughs> amount of the amount of um, technical work that can be done from home base now. You know, like the telemetry side of it. Yeah, I mean, we've we've seen all the seen all the details on um, and footage of the Mercedes Mission Control in Brackley. I think McLaren, Might be in there. McLaren do something similar, don't they? I think they have a big room full of people with computers. Yeah, I was, I was trying not to drop the fact that we've been there and we've had a guided tour of the room, but apart from that. <laughs> Kalang! Hey, we, we need fucking content here, and if we if I have to drop a name to make more content, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, F- uh, Felix, if you're listening, give us a call. See if you can sort us out with an interview with somebody, please. It's not, yeah, it's not like you've got anything to do for a while. <laughs> Yes, he has sought out interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so we're left. We're now left with a situation of we haven't got a clue what's happening. Every sport, every sport practically on the planet has stopped. I think horse racing is the only thing that's still going. The snooker as well. Yeah. The snooker was still going at the weekend. No, oh, that 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 finished that finished yesterday. But that might, snooker might even be done now. Uh, the official oh. line, though, from Formula One is is that uh, they're looking end of May, early June to possibly. I mean, it's not going to happen, like Lee said earlier. But you'd be looking at either Monaco or Baku being the first race of the season. Yeah, they're saying end of May, early June, but they haven't actually done anything with um, the Dutch or the Spanish Grand Prix date wise. Technically, no. Which, uh, they which haven't cancelled or postponed hmm. those. Yeah, you'd, you'd think they would make an official announcement about whether they're going to be cancelled or postponed. But I, I wonder if they've got a little bit of extra time, so they're hanging on to see if they can, you know, if an alternate calendar can be created and they can be slotted in. I think Ross Braun has proposed something like a 17 race season. Something along those lines. Uh, with three triple headers, no summer break, and going on until the, I'm going to say 13th, 14th of December. I bet the teams will bloody love that. Yeah, which would mean that 2021 starts later 
Um, there is a possibility we could spill over into January or February as well of next year. And then 2021 season won't start until like April, May time. And then they, they you know, shorten that season to get everything back into into step again. Oh, this gives yeah. F one the opposition op- opposition opportunity to sort of transition to a season expanding over two years, like Formula E and um, like WEC did with the, or like WC is now after their super season. But no, doesn't works. work. That. Then you'd no. end up, then then you'd end up with Monaco as the first race of the season, absolutely meaningless. Get it out of the way, and then you've got twenty twenty one more actual real races after that. Joe, you know, the issue with that is nobody wants to be the 2017-18 world champion. It's not. It's, it doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? No, it's more like a fucking tax return. It does. It, that's, a, that's a financial year, isn't it, when you start talking about two different years rolled into one? It's like the football season, isn't it, when it goes over two... Well, it does go over two years, obviously, starting in August and then finishing the following year. But it's all, you know, you never say, oh, it's the 2018-2019 Premier League champions. It's... It's the 2019 Premier League champions. You know, you won it in 2019. That's that's what you you call them. You know, the FA Cup rolls over rolls over the whole season, but you don't say the 2018 2019 FA Cup winners. You say the 2019 FA Cup winners. And then you get American football, where the regular season is played before New Year and the playoffs are after, so they don't give you a year's championship. You just won Super Bowl 53. Yeah, <laughs> which kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. I just hope that the rescheduling of Formula One is the only thing we have to worry about between now and June. It won't be. There will be some <laughs> other wild card in there it's just to keep yeah. us on our toes. Aren't we a jolly bunch tonight? <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there was some racing, wasn't there? Um, this um, was it. Was it yesterday? Yeah, weekend? yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday was, wasn't there it? was not the Australian Grand Prix. I think one of them was exactly themselves. And that's, then that's, was, well, that's that was the official hashtag. The Veloci Esports was actually the the, the hashtag was not the OzGP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, um, the race, which from what I can tell is everyone that's left Autosport. And started up themselves. Yes. So Autosport 2. Autosport harder. Um, yeah, the race had the... It had an incredibly long and convoluted name. It was. It had All Star in there. That's about all I can remember. Yeah. And um, the name of the name of the game, Sim, that they were using, not a game. Mm. And, I mean, they'd, they'd, gone, they'd gone to town with the commentary team because they had Jack Nichols and Julian Palmer commentating. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it the, was awful, though. To be perfectly <laughs> honest. Oh, it, it it was about it was about as crashy as you would expect from a drunken Friday night. Let's jump on Formula One and see who's playing session. No, but one, did once anyone again, see Lando Norris's start? Yes, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much everyone, didn't they? That's like broken all the TikTok records. Do you know what? Really? I'm not, I've not actually seen it ah. yet. Right, I've got my phone in front. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look. I've got the sound turned off. Yeah, no, he, he has smashed, oh, like, no, you... all records for social media bollocks. Paul, you have to listen to it, otherwise it won't be funny. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, to listen to it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's a screwy podcast anyway. They'll just it's have it's to educational. It. Yeah, it's educational. Yeah, it's Lando Norris and TikTok. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Confused. 20, yeah, there's a 28-minute version of just Probably the Probably not that one. I know we are looking for a bit of filler, but... yeah. Probably not. Right. All right, I'm behind you, Will, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Okay, oh, it's, it's a formation lap. Sure 
Oh man, I thought that was the race. I'm sorry. I was like, oh my god, I'm doing it. I'm amazing. Maybe that's what he needs to start doing to get the good starts. I was like, oh, sick start landing. You're so good. So this is someone who regularly does sim racing. Mm-hmm. And Re- the actual and, and racing. I was about to say, regularly does racing. Ring yeah. rust. That's all it can be, is a bit of ring rust. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose as well, probably maybe a little bit of the old uh, jet lag as well. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Uh, been yeah, to Australia possibly, and back, that won't have helped. To be fair, he has had quite the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Although the the best quote about the um, about the Australian Grand Prix being cancelled was from Steve Jones, who hosts the Channel Four coverage over here, and he tweeted, "Been to Australia and back. Check the fridge. The milk that I left in there is still fresh." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which is kind of nice. worrying if everything had gone ahead and he got back after that milk yeah, had been fresh. What was he planning on anymore. doing with the milk? Is he just going to leave it there? Yeah, I think so. Nasty. Uh, as, so, as somebody who's been to Australia and then back, and yeah, the, the contents of your fridge do need attention upon your return. <laughs> Definitely. They should print that as a public safety warning on your plane ticket. <laughs> they need, I think they need to print a bit more than that at the moment if you're getting on a plane. <laughs> All right, under normal... Can we just take it as read that I'm starting every sentence with under normal <laughs> circumstances? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, that, that, that eSports race contained some actual drivers, some, some, uh, a lot of gamers, um, mainly uh, in, you know, um, people well-known in the gaming world. But Lando, I think, was the first to join, wasn't he? And then Stoffel van Dorn signed up. Well, it, it was uh, Jean-Éric Verne that was um, behind it that kicked it all off. He's highly sponsored was by it? Um, What's the Face. Uh, Veloci. I can never quite remember how we're saying it. I, I came up with Veloce the other day. Veloce, Veloce, <laughs> I've heard as well, and yeah. But yeah, Jeff was, the, Jeff was the first name to be announced that they were taking part, and then various others joined in. And, yeah. then, and then the race went and got Max Verstappen and a brace of Montoyas. Yes. Yeah. Max won yeah, it. Two Montoyas. No, Max got like punted on. He came. He came about like twentieth. That, oh, that was in the final. He won his heat. Oh, did he win his heat? Oh, won, heat doesn't uh, count. L- Lando started last and finished sixth uh, on a sim that he'd never raced on before. He'd never Good used lad. that particular that that particular sim before. Yeah, it's because he jumped um, the formation lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, in other sim news, I've I've had my first go at doing sort of sim style stuff on uh, sim style stuff. That's not easy for me to say on Project Cars this weekend. Thank you, Jeff Sharp, for talking me into it. I'm now good at Project ovals. Project Cars too. Yeah, Project Cars too. I actually had I actually had a go at the Daytona Oval on Friday night and um, used the wheel and had to shift a cat out of the gaming chair and you know all all the things that come with sim driving. <laughs> Just the usual stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it went well. I didn't I didn't crash and I didn't punt anybody off the track. And he's not going to hear this for another few hours, unlike when we're streaming this live. So he can't actually See, rebut I heard- things on the YouTube comments. I heard a rumour you, you you might have 
shunted Jeff off the track. It was an aggressive <laughs> overtake that was perfectly within the rules, and I did not receive a penalty from the stewards. <laughs> was it just the two of you, or did you, was it a proper race? Uh, it was just the two. Oh, right. Just the two of us with some AI. Right. Can, can you just go back on what you said there? It was an aggressive overtake. It was perfectly within the rules, and I did not receive a reprimand from the stewards. What's your name? Esteban Ocon. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody finished upside down. No, this is true. This is true. <laughs> that was um, it. Was good fun. I think I'm, I think I'm going to start getting uh, getting more into doing this. Oh, 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 update. We were talking before about the fact that the horses had not been cancelled. The Grand National has now been cancelled. Good. Make it permanent. Yeah, why not? I don't care about horse racing. Do it. <laughs> so that's another one Another one to the list of sports. Um, going back onto the sporting side of things, NASCAR and IndyCar. Were but... you going to say another one bites the dust then, Paul? No, I wasn't. Yeah, I actually, sure I actually, were, I actually wasn't. I wasn't thinking that. You're now thinking. You're now thinking in my pun dictionary. Yes, <laughs> my, pun, my, in itself. my pun dictionary, which is now not racing at the Grand National. <laughs> Horses have really weird names, don't they? Let's they do. I, mean, I, know, I know Lando. Okay, right, fair enough. But like, like, yeah. To be fair, I remember a horse called Northern Lad. <laughs> the comedian I use I use that term loosely. Freddie Starr once owned a horse that he wanted to register for racing called the horse, but they wouldn't let him That's because it it was too confusing. <laughs> That's the opposite of confusing. That's just it does exactly what it says on the tin. Surely. Yeah, here comes the horse. Yeah, it's the horse. It's called a horse. It's yeah. Three and times the horse wins. Pick the winner. <laughs> You know, in Red Dead Redemption 2, I called my first horse my lovely horse. <laughs> I, see, in Red Dead Redemption 2, I never changed the name of my horse. It was um, whatever whatever it tells you, it, the kind of breed is at the beginning. It just it stayed like that until near the end of the game. No spoilers. Yeah, don't I give called us, him Dave. Yeah, don't, don't give spoilers. I've not finished it yet, and I may have quite a lot of time to finish it in the near future if we're all confined to home. Yeah, but you're not working from home. That doesn't mean you're going to be gaming. Still, yeah, good point. Still can't, still can't, still can't go out on a weekend. <laughs> and I've got, and I've got a spare monitor now, so I can plug the PlayStation into that. Don't know where I'll put it, but I've got the ability. <laughs> um, so, as I was saying, NASCAR and IndyCar this weekend were going to run both their both their races behind closed doors, which didn't last beyond, I think, Friday, possibly, possibly right, Saturday. Okay. And they've ended up being cancelled. Uh, India's cancelled the first four races, first four races of their season, up to the race at Circuit of the Americas, which, as we, as you said before, Chris, they're losing money and they're laying off staff. I think it was Sean that said that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Sean? it was me. Yeah. You said you said tracks were going bust, Chris. I'm I'm confused. I'm on heavy medication at the moment. I said something. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so NASCAR, it won't make much of a blip because there's about 72 races every 12-month season because they sometimes run about three <laughs> an hour. Isn't every lap a race in NASCAR? Yeah, they have races within the race, don't they? Yeah, the, which yeah I don't entirely do. understand or yeah, care. Three opportunities in a race to get points. 
But it looks like the IndyCar season is going to start in early May with the Grand Prix of Indianapolis, which is on what's, what used to be most of the old Formula One circuit. So, wait a second, there's no Schumacher's taking part in that, is there? No, there isn't. <laughs> oh, that's okay then. Are there any Toyotas left in IndyCar? No, I don't think there are. No. No, no, no. no, no. We're, no we're no. safe. Although NASCAR does race on that circuit as well, and, oh, Toyota's in, so, Toyota's in NASCAR. So the Indy 500 at the moment is safe. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying anything about anything here, but the Indy 500 is currently safe, and Alonso is definitely racing there. It has not been postponed. I don't know whether that means it's safe. Well, at the moment, the IndyCar, cal- IndyCar is saying that their calendar is starting with the race before the Indy 500. Right, OK. So yeah, none of this now. is Alonso's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I think... I think it's my fault for buying a Chinese phone. I yeah. think I tipped the balance. <laughs> I, d- I don't think we can pin coronavirus on Alonso. Kamoa virus, Are you sure yes. about this? But on, on a serious point, Fernando could actually be looking at a second year's worth of Indy 500 hats that he can't sell. I just hope he hasn't put the date on this one. <laughs> I don't those hats won't have gone into production yet, surely. That would be, I think, a bit preemptive, wouldn't it? No. Where is he? If he's in Spain, he won't be able to get out, will he? No, he is doing Dakar rally training, according to his Instagram. He'll be in a uh, desert he somewhere, is, then. He's in Africa, I think, by the looks of it, uh, driving right. very fast through a forest. As you do. I can, I can almost guarantee you anyone, any Formula One driver or person off money is somewhere that is strategically placed right now. <laughs> like, there, there is no Italian in Italy that has that that doesn't have to be there. Oh, he's in he's in Poland. As of fifty seven minutes ago, he was driving through a very wet looking forest in Poland. Which is I just... assumed it was Africa. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's in Poland. Dakar in Rally, Poland. Gdansk Rally. Same thing, really. It's training for the Dakar Rally there. Then again, the older Dakar Rally anywhere, they, they can find inhospitable terrain these days, don't they? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, what was it? A couple of years ago, it was in Peru. Yeah, it has been all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. They, they did an Australian leg of the Dakar Rally, didn't they, from coast to coast? East to no west idea. or north to south. Either way, it's still pretty hellish. Yeah, yeah, I think it was west west to east, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a fan of that. Yeah, that would, that's like that literally like driving from Portugal to, like, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, which bit? Yeah. Well, uh, well the, surely the, it's the like driving from one end of Russia to the other end of Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like... It's like driving from one end of Australia to the other. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> not that we're geographically challenged or anything. No, not at all. Or as it say locally, oh, it's further than Peel, yes, sir. <laughs> Talking of which, we've had, we've had, it, we've had a cancellation here, haven't we, Motorsport, today? Yes. Big news. Yes, as of 5 Local, o'clock this yeah, afternoon, anyway. the TT is no more for this year. First time they've cancelled since the foot and mouth crisis in 2001. Yeah, was it 2001, that. was it? It was. Yeah. It was, because I'd, I'd been over here nearly two years before I saw my first TT. <laughs> I moved over the week the week after the 2000. So obviously I didn't get to see it. 
2001 was cancelled. So, yeah, I'd been, I'd been here two years before I saw TT for the first time. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, the thing is as well, just just getting on like a local level for a minute here for it might be a, a little bit boring for our for our listeners but it took a long time and this is something we can relate to formula one as well it took a long time after that for the tt to recover to get the numbers back up and the only thing that really saved the tt was the fact that it had its 100th anniversary six years after that and that was like something that was big that was building up to it there's no big number or any sort of big event now for the Isle of Man TT building up to sort of draw the fans back again. They will lose a load of fans um, over this over the next few years and a lot of money. But I wonder if it'll be the same for a lot of sports globally with you know what's going on with all these cancellations. It's going to take a long time to build them back up to um, you know to build the trust levels back up to make sure that you know you're getting the exact same uh, sporting experience that you were before this all kicked off and you felt like you had to cancel it because let's be honest when it all kicks off again and it all starts uh you know sporting world eventually gets back on on its feet the first few events aren't gonna go to plan because everything's going to be so out of sync and out of step and you know people are still going to be a bit touchy about turning up to events so you know, it goes back to what Lee was saying before about sports or teams going bust. Particularly in road racing as well, because um, a couple of the Irish road races have cancelled as well today. And a lot of them have been putting out warnings in the last few months, really, about lack of sponsorship and the fact that the event was under threat anyway because of finance. So to then lose that event, yeah. it feels like some of them maybe might not come back for 2021, even if the situation is better then. Yeah, exactly. The um, but see, not not that they might not come back, but they that they won't be around. I mean, Norton, not, I'm wearing my Norton motorcycle T-shirt right now. They're, they're going. They're in administration. You know, that's they're. Uh, uh, they they have issues. <laughs> I was gonna, I was going to say there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of different reasons as to uh, as to why Norton is in administration now. I'll um I'll send you I'll send you a link, Chris. I'll post. Yeah, I'll, no, yeah, I'll, I know I'll tweet I'll tweet it out but, as well. Yeah. I know that's not to do with the TT, but the uh, but it's one of those things. It's, it's a team that that and a name that's well known that for whatever reason is now disappearing. Um, but you could see an awful lot of other um, big names in, like Sean said, road racing certainly disappearing. But on a you know on a more global scale, you know how long before a Premier League football team or, you know, not necessarily in England, but, you know, Scotland definitely or, you know, Germany, what, just just a team that's struggling just a little bit for cash and all of a sudden this hits and it's it's terrible and the team can't afford to operate. I mean, same Bolton in would probably be the one that would jump same, out Same with every there. business. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I agree with Lee. Uh, there's, another, there's another sort of, like, it's like sociology type um, thing to think of with this as well is when you're in a world now where people are so so engaged with communicating with each other online and less interactive with each other sort of physically, you're giving people a real opportunity to lean into that, you know, to to isolate themselves more. I, I think that might hit things that restart again. Is people might get very comfortable to not not going places get comfortable in the comfortable pants and well, not think of, think about the dressed. amount of people 
Think about the amount of pe- people now out there that and there will be a load of people that do this that listen listen to this podcast. If they've if if they have a takeaway, for instance, that they that they could go to, they will not ring the takeaway. They will use the one that they can order online for. We we, we seem to be so good at the, at the minute for sort of separating Correct. ourselves from people. Yeah, I mean the internet was the thing that was going to bring everyone together, but everyone has been brought together just in their own little insular pods. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, if right, just say this is like a uh, best best case scenario for what for what we're in right now is the we need to keep the old safe. We uh, we have like a a low mortality rate, but a high infection rate, so people have to stay in very much like a lot. Um, if you've got ten grand to throw at shares right now while things are crashing, VR headsets, throw it at Oculus because people are going to get motherfucking bored in their houses. And if you, <laughs> if you, uh, no, I, it's funny, but you give somebody the the option to where I can't go anywhere, but I can kind of go places. They like for four hundred quid, people are going to do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but you've been planning on doing that for about the last four years before before any of this even kicked off. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to lean into it. That's what I mean. <laughs> this is, uh, I, I'm going to self-isolate. I'm going to churn podcasts out so I can make the most money out of the little bit of advertising revenue I get back from podcasting and then sit there on a beach in VR land. <laughs> this sounds very Black Mirror all of a sudden. It yeah, does, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I saw someone holding a sign the other day. I don't know. If, I don't think it was a protest against coronavirus. I don't know how you can pro- protest against it for a start. <laughs> how can you protest uh, against but it? I know. Yeah, and also, you know, the whole sort of social um, distancing thing that doesn't joining a mass protest doesn't really go along with that, does it? But it was a it was it was a sign that said this episode of Black Mirror is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> my my other favorite meme I've seen was a guy holding a Jumanji board saying, "Whoever started playing this needs to finish this fucking game up." I saw that too, yeah. And another one saying that, um, uh, what was it? I'm not saying David Bowie held the fabric of the universe together, but gesticulates wildly. That, that's the best one I've seen today. <laughs> The, you know, David Bowie, born, born like 18 months after the end of World War II and then dies and all of a sudden, oh dear. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? That that trench like spirit or the like the, the like the war bringing people together. I thought you, meant, I thought be... you meant absinthe for a minute then. No, no. <laughs> it, it's, it's going to be done in meme form, isn't it, in 2020? Um, yeah. Incidentally, the Oculus share price has absolutely tanked today. Has it really? It is cold? down twenty percent today. Ouch! Didn't Netflix go down twenty percent as well? It was about six, I think. Wasn't Netflix, it? Oh, Netflix, was Netflix went up six the other day. Was it up six. But I don't, uh, I don't know what it's done today. But apparently, share share prices all over the world have been completely tanking. I think no one quite knows how to react to they? So they're all just like wildly. Oh, Netflix is down eleven percent. That'd be a good. Everyone's going to be staying at home. Yeah, exactly. of course. It but would they've, be, they've announced everyone's that they've be staying stopped at home and Netflixing. Yeah, but they've said they've stopped production on, like, everything. So what they've got now is all they've got. And don't forget, people will be signing up to Netflix, but they're not going to see any money for another 30 days because if you haven't signed up, you get your first month free. 
Yeah, but hang on a second. It, like, like saying that like Netflix, that's all they've got. I don't think anyone's completed Netflix. Like, no one's watched everything. Jay from the in between us. <laughs> <laughs> completed it, mate. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the guy, guy I work with says um, says he's finished it, or all the stuff he wants to watch at least, anyway. So that's not finishing it. No. No. No, you can't complete Netflix. It's a ridiculous notion. <laughs> I don't know what when it first launched. Yeah, you could you could do it in a couple of days. Yeah, but they have well, got a few new bits launched, since then. When it first launched online, what they had online, you could do in a couple of days. I was going to say when it, online. Say when they when they first launched, it was a DVD rental service. I remember Alan Quirk when I lived with Alan, getting the uh, getting his DVDs through the through the post and then having to send them back after he'd watched them. I hope he yeah. re- I hope he rewound them first. No, you didn't have to rewind DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> was was Netflix Love Film or was that Amazon? Uh, that was Amazon. Amazon yeah. Amazon bought them out. Yeah. So we're getting, we're getting, we're getting nostalgic there. about things where we used to have to use something physical and go out to a post box and things like that. You know what, it, when we used to go outside? I, re- I remember those days. <laughs> it has been seven hours since the great isolation began. <laughs> No, it hasn't. <laughs> it's been four. <laughs> I said several. Uh, well, seven. Where's a message that me mum sent? Um, Saturday, two o'clock. Canary Island State of Emergency from tomorrow for 15 days has just been announced, which means we can only leave home to go food shopping, the bank, the doctors or work. We can only use cars for that purpose. It's a bugger. It's only been ten minutes and I'm already going stir-crazy. If that's the issue, isn't it? As soon as you know you can't do it, it's like, oh, I need, to, I need to leave the house. I need to go and do, do, so, do something. Yeah. I've got a garden. I'll stand in my garden. Yeah, but this yeah, is I've dangerous territory with Paul's dad, isn't it? Because he's got like an illegal decking and stuff in his garden that he built with a drill and a meat cleaver or whatever. Uh, no, right. it, was, it was a meat cleaver. Let's, let's was, not broadcast that. It was the meat cleaver <laughs> was using on the on the hose pipe. Although I did I did get another message saying, um, "Can can you ring your dad? Um, he can't get Windows to download <laughs> through the hose pipe." Yeah, to be fair, I doubt the Tenerife Planning Authority is listening, so I, I suspect we're probably safe. I'm fair. I've, I think most authorities have got other things to worry have, about. To yeah. be honest, if you want to do something wrong, I mean, not like bad wrong not really really bad things but if you want to do something like a little wrong now is probably the time like using a meat cleaver as a garden tool yeah or using a hose pipe if you're under a hose pipe ban <laughs> which the old man constantly is even when it's pissing it down i don't yeah. think we've got one at the minute oh right okay that makes no, a change. No, we, we had a we had a hose pipe ban a while ago and it was it two years ago yes yeah not um, last summer the but, one before the but one we didn't good. before that yeah, before that, it was a long, long time before that we had a hosepipe ban. I, I just thought there was a constant hosepipe ban over here. I could say that shows how much attention I pay to the news. How, but how, much, put, how much hosing do you do? We've got the hot tub out the back. Yeah. Must sort, must sort that out. That needs repairing. And that is, dom- that is domestic spare. life. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you, if you have to work from home... You know, it's good you've got plenty prepared, of time to repair yeah. a hot tub. Yeah, that is, that is true. I'll, you know, if I can get a waterproof laptop, I'll probably go work in there. <laughs> Do you know why I like garden gardening? Go on. Because I enjoy spending time with pitches and hose. <laughs> we. Oh, God. 
So, as you may have noticed, if you've stuck with us this far, and we are 51 minutes in, it's kind of a... This this is sort of part Patreon, part F1, and I think this is what these shows are going to be now for the foreseeable. We're going to try and do this every week, aren't we? Yes, with loose format, I think. You know, until things change. Obviously, um, the sound quality is going to be like this, because anyone that isn't me and Sean will have to Skype in. We're going to try and get some guests... As we've said, we're going to try. Yeah, we are. We are going to go all out to get some uh, to get some extra guests on. So, um, fing- fingers crossed, we'll have people from sort of F- the F one world. Um, but we also want to ask the listeners, what do you reckon we should talk about? Lee, you yeah, came up so, with this uh, idea. Yeah, you can expand on it. <laughs> Well, listeners can get in touch with us and we'll pick a different listener's thing that they want us to talk about. We can talk about it. They can throw, like, to tell us to talk about aliens. I like to talk about aliens. And also, before we move away too much from, like, the, 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 the reality of the situation. <laughs> if, you've got any motors- reality. if you've got any motorsport-related just... things you want us to talk about, like um, particularly historic seasons yeah. or races or our views on yeah. certain drivers or certain cars from the past, you know, let us know because it gives us time to research. Yeah. yeah, but the um, I just I just don't want anyone to be. You know, it's it's a very panicky, very paranoid, scary time. Try not to worry too much, and if it is scary, you just turn off whatever device you're looking at that that's scaring you. And if you need the facts, only go through the World Health Organization website. Everyone else is trying to put stuff out there and thinking that they're helping might be scaring you the world health organization is pretty much the only one that that's that's not scary facts and facts only um without no need to be for terror- likers, i don't yeah, believe, yeah i don't believe uh the like news organizations are doing it to help i think they're doing it to create there's there's a bit they, of scaremongery going on it's politics for entertainment's sake again, isn't it? But instead, of, it's not the time for doing it, unfortunately. It would be the time for explaining to people. Like this, what One of the things that uh, upset me about um, the current current situation in England, where I'm talking about the, like, the herd immunity thing, is every news uh, outlet is throwing like cases and deaths and the amount that's happening. No one out there is explaining exactly what herd immunity is. Yeah, you know, without without like a quick a quick two minute thing and then gone. Yeah, it's also the kind of herd immunity. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it because it's too difficult to explain over <laughs> Skype into a room and then uh, to all the listeners. Well, it should yeah, it should be idiots like us on podcasts doing it. It should it no. they, they should be experts on television reassuring people, and there isn't. There's, ex- there's, there's experts on television that are being fired questions in a way that it scares people. Correct. And it, it, that's what I'm saying is be prepared, don't panic, and don't be scared. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, motorsport, guys, when it comes to the podcast, I'd love to I'd love to, to, to do like a historic race review or, you know, a uh, car or, you know, a particular driver because – the internet is still a wealth of knowledge and for the for the moment it still works or we could go the other way as well and we could sort of look at you know the f2s and the f3s see who we think might be in the in the future f1 yeah as you can as you can tell tonight has been sort of cobbled together fairly fairly quickly Mm -hmm. um normally the way this works is we 
if we haven't got a race to review, we're, we're talking between the four of us all week. Mm-hmm. And we've usually got more or less a running order by the time we sit down and record the show. Never a script, though. Never, never a script, just, just, just bullet points, basically. Yeah, it's usually five or six bullet points of Formula Lee, a total shunt, and then we go home. Yeah. We've done the going home part already. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, tonight we, we knew there was announcements coming from the UK and from the Alamann government about what to do, and we were just, you know, up to about four o'clock this afternoon, we were going to carry on as normal. But as the UK and the Alamann government have both said, sort of cut down contact as much as possible, and we normally record at Lee's, and there's a small child there. Yeah, which is apparently bulletproof to this thing. He's actually, I'm treating that little motherfucker like the monkey from Outbreak at the minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, the cure may be ginger. That one went down well. Um, I was expecting Lee to come back with something, but he just didn't. (laughs) No, No, I I, I had to check the Skype PC just to see if it had been disconnected. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so that's why tonight's show sort of ended, ended up um, as it has. There isn't, um, there isn't a specific Patreon show. Patreons got this early, so yeah. thank, thank you to all the Patreons. Um, everybody else is getting it a couple of days after the Patreons, but I think the Patreons do deserve it for uh, just for the, for their support, especially in uh, especially in difficult times like these. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I've got an apology to make about Formula Lee. Uh-oh. Yeah. You made a mistake, didn't you? <laughs> I screwed up badly for the first challenge. Yes. And like Formula One, at the last minute, I'm cancelling the first race. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because what happened was I picked a circuit and a car where it was practically impossible to get onto the leaderboard so I could see the scores of ah, all the PlayStation players. Now, the Xbox and PC players have sent times in, and thank you very much for that, and I will do it. This is what, this is what the results would have looked like. But I couldn't get any of the PS4 players in. Oh, boom. So, we're starting again, and we're going to do Australia again. But this time it's going to be in the wet. And just to be on the safe side, we're going to do it in a Ferrari. And we'll have this one as a two-week challenge. I'll stick, that, I'll stick that on the website, and that is this week's Formula Lee. Uh, how about what we do in the Prediction League at the moment? Is that still going? Um, <laughs> Not much to predict, really, is there? The Prediction League is kind of on hold until we know when the next race is going to be. <laughs> predict when the next race will be. So please don't oh, email, please don't email us on threelegsfourwheels at gmail.com <laughs> asking what's, is the Prediction League still valid? Because when we find out when and where the races are, we'll let you predict on them. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible, really, because I was looking forward to seeing how Scarbs did against the rest of us. We could, we can always, um, we can always give him a shout and get him to predict the first race of the uh, of the next one. But how long this season will Williams remain unbeaten? I want to call it. I won the prediction league because I said it wouldn't happen. <laughs> That's very true. You did. I think you said within twenty four hours, which I think was it was a little short. But... You only get one point for that instead of three because yeah, you were almost I... right. I went each way on it. 
I think as well, Lee said a science podium, didn't didn't you, Lee? Possibly. Well, no, I I gave my top three, but I said that I. But what I actually thought was that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but what happened in, in, in not necessarily the last Formula One race, but the science podiums a lot closer than anything that happened this year in Formula One. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, to, I tell you what, so uh, spare actually, a thought uh, to. Actually, um, there's Formula One. Isn't Carlos Sainz the last person to stand on the podium or something? Probably. No, yeah. it would it would be whoever was on the podium in Abu Dhabi. In Why Abu did Dhabi, I get it in my head yeah. that it was Abu Dhabi where he got the Don't podium know. inherited? <laughs> um, spare a thought for Codemasters. Those guys making a video game now that are completely working blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, it'd be really interesting in career mode as McLaren because you turn up to the first race and then you withdraw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You do all the media stuff after you've got, after you've got promoted from F two with whoever they decide to put in, in F two alongside you this year, and then um, yeah, then you uh, you withdraw from the races, McLaren. And if you're Mercedes, you have to convince Toto to cancel the race. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be a fun and bonus also, level, I think. Yeah, see, Codemasters went into last week thinking the biggest headache they were going to have was how to put DAS on the Mercedes. Wrong. <laughs> Talking of F1 games, um, F1 have announced that there is a new official F1 management game coming out. It's not a mobile app, and it's actually been made by a proper software company that have been going years, Frontiers, who have been Frontier around... make great games. ...who have been around since the 80s, because they were the ones that made Elite. They're the ones that made Elite this time around as well. Well, yes, you true. Are, they are, But the more important thing of that is, they also made the Jurassic Park park simulator game and that's brilliant so we could be seeing a really good quality f1 management game now i'm hoping that they put an online competitive mode in that which if they do we are so having a league yes that'd be oh god i hope so that'd be brilliant so i love the idea of that we need to do that also i'm looking at doing um other um esport related sim racing challenges during this break yeah just to give just to give us all something to do as well as formula lee see if we can organize some actual racing yeah. it would be it would be nice to make a league you know like uh, maybe the, the like 40 quickest people that want to do it or something like that no we, we could do like a qualifying a couple of qualifying rounds on formula lee and then pick the top 20 maybe or whatever it is or if we just want to do one grid and then try and do it as like a YouTube thing. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna have a go at doing that. We've got plenty of options for sort of Formula One related content. We could li- we could live blog it as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> or or at least try and commentate. So we're gonna we're gonna have a bash uh, doing that. Um, we will try and keep you as entertained as possible over the over the break. We can still do things like uh, the old uh, total shunt on Skype, can't we? That I was going to say well, one of the things. So. One of the things we can do is shunt. We have, but it will have to be on complete trust. <laughs> right, I can't. Yeah, the- I can't close my laptops because one's running the Skype conversation and one's doing the recording. But I am putting my yeah, phone. Phones can be out of. Reach. Phone is out of arm's reach. Bruno is watching us. Bruno the podcat, so he will. He will steward. Actually. Just to prove it, I will get a photo of Bruno watching us and then I'll put my phone somewhere. Uh, so I can put my hand on my head. Like, are we, are we shunting? Is this, is this I think a thing? Go, is this I think we're like, going to have a go. 
Okay. Right. I'll, I'll like, photo Bruno the podcast. I'll stick that on Instagram. If I'm we cheat, my the only person hand. we're cheating is ourselves. So we're only be letting ourselves down. And all the listeners. That is that Them is al- as well. that is also true. So Lee, have you um, had enough time in this not desperate feeling at all to pick a shunt? I have. Right. Um, this was supposed to be last week's shunt, and the guy me- uh, messaged me this afternoon saying, "I take it it'll be on this week's show," and I said, "Probably." And then this happened. I thought, "No, nah, maybe not," <laughs> but it is. Uh, but it's Mister Onasty again. Excellent. Oh, his are always his are always evil. His are always difficult yeah. and Scandinavian. Oh, I just have a um, before you do before you do his shunt. I've got um, got to say thank you to Santeri for pointing me in the direction of the band Lost Society with their new album. Absolutely brilliant. If um, if you're a metal fan, give it a listen. If you're not a metal fan, what give it a... What kind of metal? Um, it's... I would say it's thrash. Oh, okay. So if you're not a metal fan, listen to them and you will be by the end of it. It is just good, uh, well-written, well-played, well-produced thrash metal. So, Santeri, thank you for sending me that link. Good stuff. The, right, are we ready? I may, yes. have, I may have different yes. words to say to you at the end of the shunt, but uh, we'll see how the next <laughs> ten questions go. I was born. Yay. Correct. In 1966. Right. Okay. So someone who is 54 this year? It's that many years of hurt. Of course, yes. <laughs> In 1981, I began racing my native 100, 100cc karting championship. So That's quite late. for karting, yeah. That is, yeah, that is remarkably late. I progressed to Formula Ford and then eventually Formula 3000, where I teammated Damon Hill. Okay, so somebody who, who was a teammate of Damon's as they uh, went through junior Formula A. So that'd be late 80s, wouldn't it, Formula 3000 for Damon? Yeah. yeah. Late 80s, very early 90s, sort of 1990. So by, by which time this, this person would be knocking... 25 so <laughs> don't, don't don't forget that was about the average age to well that was young to get into formula one back then mm. well it, what i can remember jensen button getting in in 2000 and people saying he was too young at 20 but you know danny kivyat's been in and out of the sport like three times now and he's like what 24 25 yeah, yeah. wasn't, da- wasn't damien in his 30s when he got in yeah he's 33 or something, I think, when he eventually got in. Yeah, Kim, Kimmy was another one that everyone said was too young. Mm-hmm. Now everyone says he's too old. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> think he really cares either way. <laughs> His opinion. So Damon Hill, one. teammate, then, is who we're looking at. Do yeah. we need a guess? Is this the guessing one? Yeah. Yes. I think uh, somebody, I reckon somebody British. If they're a teammate of Damon Hill's, I'm just trying to think what... Presumably as well someone who wasn't actually the bee's knees, if... They're taking it up at 15. And... Mm. Uh, oh, God. I, don't, I, I, I haven't got anything. How old's Christian Horner? He's not quite that old, is he? I think he's late 40s. I was going to say, I think he's a couple of years younger than me. Hang on, I'll look at you. Oh. Joking. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think Christian Horner's the closest that we've got because he wasn't exactly brilliant as, as a driver. Yeah, it's a good first guess, but we know it's kind of wrong. Mm, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not it, a bad first guess. It's a guess for guessing's sake, but yeah. it's it's somebody of that kind of talent. <laughs> shame, shame he wasn't fast enough. Yes. Yep. 
During my karting career, I was described as dominant by none other other than Michael Schumacher. So Michael Schumacher okay. has been polite about this person by the sounds Ooh. of it. So there's a second part of that. Oh. To whom I was a racing hero before even Senna. So someone three years older than Schumacher was his racing hero. Apparently so. So, I'm, so I'm thinking possibly someone German who used to race at his dad's car, Schumacher's dad's kart track. Mm, yeah, that's an idea. Okay, next clue. Uh, after my extremely short visit to F1, I raced in Champ Car and IndyCar. Um, in the latter, I even achieved one second place finish. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so doesn't, someone who went off to America. Doesn't everybody get a go at winning in Champ Car and NASCAR? Isn't that like the rules? Everyone gets to go on the podium throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, Ericsson had a podium last year. I mean, def- definitely with NASCAR, because they have like 300 races and only 299 drivers on the grid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old would Dan Weldon be now? don't think he'd have been quite that old. He died, did he die 2012? He was also Something like friends that, with James yeah. Gordon, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was, he was in his 30s when he died. Oh, yeah. So not quite old enough so, then. Yeah, I think, he'd, I think he'd be mid-40s now. Hmm. So we've got another, got another clue before the next guess? Yep. I had to go to Le Mans both... Uh, maybe you wanted to say ah. I had to go at Le Mans... Uh, both of them ended in DNF. Oh, he's put two as in two instead of two as in the number two. I had two goes at Le Mans. Both of them ended in DNF. Right. Okay. Still no closer. And you're gonna, are you going to want to guess now or after the next one? Yep, absolutely. So, short career in F1 and a bit of success in... Champ and Indy. How old's Alan McNish? Oh, roughly the same age, but he was he was his Formula One was a lot later, wasn't it, than than Damon Hill? And he's won Le Mans. Ah, (laughs) I have a vague recollection of him having like a mega crash at Le Mans, which I think is what set me off on this path. Mm. Um. Carl Wendlinger. Yeah. This, I, I was thinking the, maybe right Carl Wendlinger. Yeah, Carl Wendlinger um, went into Formula One with Sauber, which would have been the team that Michael Schumacher was uh, part of the sports car setup before he joined Formula One. So it's entirely possible that Carl Wendlinger you know, was looked up to by a younger Michael Schumacher. I don't know if he's the right age, but that would make sense if he is. Mm. I think I'm pretty sure he was around in F1 before Schumacher. So it could make him older. Fendlinger, I think, joined when Sauber joined, which would be 93, so just after Schumacher joined. Should we go to the next clue? Yeah. Uh, well, is that you? We need a guess. That, that was the guess. Was that the guess? We'll go with that. We'll go, go with Carl Wendlinger. That was a good shout, Paul, I think. Mm. Uh, I won the 1995 F3000 title, beating teammate Ricardo Rossett. Uh, 
So not Carl Wendlinger, because so, so Carl Wendlinger was already in, had already in, been in Formula One by then. Yeah, still in F three thousand in nineteen ninety five. So this person would have been twenty nine at that point. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny Chicotto. <laughs> there is a Johnny Chicotto senior though, isn't? There? Yeah, but he only did two wheels, didn't he? I think so. Yes, to be fair. I tested for SimTech in 1994, but didn't get enough funding for a race seat after my 3000 title. I settled for a test drive position at Benetton. Test driver at, at Benetton in 95 was occasionally JJ Later. Yeah, I'm o- because o- was, almost was, convinced uh, I have a picture of him. Because, you know, that Benetton picture I've got with the. Yeah, yeah I'm convinced you've got it's one of them. <laughs> Well, you've got a picture of, uh, I think you've got a picture of Michael Schumacher. Is it Jos Verstappen and J.J. Leto? Jos Verstappen had anything but a short career in F1. (laughs) J.J. Leto was in, he took part in in Formula 1 in 94, though, didn't he? Because he was at Imola. He had the the accident on the the start line. Yeah, Yeah. he had the accident on the start line, didn't he, with um, Pedro Lamy. Mm-hmm. Don't um, fret, people. You do have a spaffer. I'm hoping so we've not got up ben- to hoping we've not got, not got up to the last regular question yet. <laughs> You've got one so, more. But, but, but Benetton in '95, the two-driver lineup um, was Herbert and Schumacher. Don't know who their driver test driver was that year, though. I can't remember. Are you ready for question ten? Yes. I think so. In my only F1 entry. My teammate was Ricardo Rossett. My only F1 entry. One race wonder. Right. So, oh, God. Right. My only F1 entry. So it was someone driving the Lola in 1997 <gasps> that didn't qualify for Australia uh, because Rossett was driving the other one. And there was something like 13 seconds off the pace. And I bollocks if I can remember who it was. <laughs> I will give I you the spaffer now. I drove for the infamous MasterCard Lola. Oh, 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 oh. Even my microphone's fallen over. Microphones are being smashed. I, oh. you, can have a tw- you can have a 12th spaffer clue as well. Oh, God. Ooh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh. It's, on. It's there. It's on the tip of my brain. Lee has no idea how to pronounce this name. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that. I did. I did know. So that 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 could be uh, that could be Sauber Aston Martin then. <laughs> <laughs> but I've but I've totally totally forgotten who who it was oh, who had signed up to drive. Shit. Oh, I know it. Bloody know it. Oh, has he won? Are we going to need the other spaffer? I think I think the other spaffer that. was Lee. Lee doesn't Lee can't pronounce ah. it. He might be Italian. He lo- it looks Italian. <laughs> <laughs> if some uh, right, if somebody uh, constantly knocks drinks over, you might say he's so clumsy. Spilly. Mm. Vincenzo Suspiri. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that last clue, Lee. That was hard work. My head hurts. That's a quarter point, surely. I am prepared to take any form of point out of that one. 
Yeah, I, I generally with that amount of spaffers, you'd be looking at negative points, but I think a quarter of a point is well deserved. Um, apologies to everyone who spent the last four questions yelling Vincenzo Suspiri at their um, at their listening device, and probably now have very confused neighbours. <laughs> Ah. You do realise uh, the water. If you're stuck in traffic, that'd if, be if worse. The if you're stuck in traffic, shouting it. If the what upstairs account um, tweets sort of in the next couple of days, oh my god, he's shouting Vincenzo Suspiri very loudly. <laughs> we know we've got another listener upstairs. <laughs> I think the guy downstairs gay, and he's got an Italian boyfriend. <laughs> 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 Talking to people listening to us just before we got, I was uh, I was at work the other day, and um, one of the one of the senior managers was over from one of our other offices, and uh, walked into uh, walked into the area where our team is, and he looked he looked at me, so I looked at back and said, "Hi, can I help?" He went, "I know you." Well, I've been, I've been here six months. You need to be sat behind a table on a Monday night for me to recognise you properly. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, one oh, of our, one of our, one of our big bosses listens to us <laughs> and watches us on YouTube. And watches us on YouTube. <laughs> so we need to be careful then. <laughs> so oh, no, this is why. I, <laughs> this is why I only say nice things about work. Oh, so, man. so my name is my name is Christopher Flood. <laughs> if, you, if you do that I will become Paul Nicholson and then who knows what you might say about work oh, <laughs> yeah, like game. Yeah, yeah good point I'm taking that back I'll edit that bit out um, if you want to send in a total shunt then uh, how would you go about that you can tweet me at a total shunt or you can send me an Instagram PM at a total shunt. Obviously PM on Twitter. If everybody knows the answer, it's not a fucking good quiz, is it? So yeah. Um, <laughs> that is a fair point. <laughs> just, I, well, I, I like to think that people are intelligent enough to think I shouldn't just do this publicly, but you know, we live in 2020 and people are licking toilet seats. Now it would appear on planes is like the Corona challenge. What? So yeah. yeah what part of the fucking, internet is that on? It's a, TikTok, where all the idiots live. And um, this is why I've never even looked at that platform. I, I Genuinely, I've I've been on it once and thought, oh, shit, no, I'm old, because I don't get this. I don't get what people <laughs> yeah. are doing. It's people dancing for 30 seconds, and then it goes away. Occasionally, you'll, you'll, someone will do a magic trick, and that's about it. And then there's this lady that licked the toilet seat. Right. I mean, well, yeah, the other probably social... using the word lady in a loose term. The other social platforms you can find us on are definitely not TikTok, but we're at Three Legs Four Wheels on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram as well. And you can tweet us individually at... At Sean Cowper. At Flood21. And at Pablo100. Um, if, you're, if you're really seriously old school, you can email us threelegsfourwheels at gmail.com. And... Um, for those who want to get the shows a little uh, a little early while we're having the break, um, sign up to sign up to Patreon for a dollar a month, and you can get uh, we'll get the shows out probably Monday nights for patrons now. And yeah, uh, usually we get you an extra show, but I mean we're we're in difficult times at the moment. Th- globally. Things things have changed, and to be honest, so's our running order. And while we're in the current situation with no idea about um, 
when or if F1 is going to return this year. Um, we're just going to muddle through and do one one show a week, and it'll be like this now over Skype. We're going to try and find a way of um, getting some form of video content out there. Somehow. Somehow. Some we will try to say, Chris, you promised to do acoustic sessions. If we all get quarantined, yes. <laughs> I'm, I might even drag the acoustic guitar out myself, which I must remember is in the office. I'll need to bring that home. Before you get before expelled. I, before I get locked out. That would be a good idea. Yes, my acoustic guitar and my acoustic bass are both there, so I'll arrange to bring, I'll arrange to bring those back home. <laughs> I'm, not being, I'm not being stuck here with, without an acoustic. Um, we will be back next week in one form or another. Um, thank you for listening, and I think the only thing we can say at the moment is uh, stay safe and look after yourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care, Look after everyone. the old people. <laughs>